Thanks for tuning in to Soul Level Whole. For more free resources, visit kaylinohara.com or Dr. Kaylin O'Hara on Instagram. Hey everyone, welcome to Soul Level Whole. Dr. Kaylin here. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about buying the things that you want. I want to share with you an experience that I recently had and I could approach it from a lot of different angles. I've processed a lot around it. It's a big purchase. It was a dream of mine. And let's just dive in. So I'm speaking about this from the lens of money, being able to have the things that we want in our lives, the things that you want are on their way to you and not settling. There's so many lessons and so many years and years worth of my own personal work and cultivation to get here. So I recently bought a a car and she's not just a car. She is a symbol of so much. I really feel connected to this car so much so that I have named her and I talked to her and I let her know that she's a symbol of, of, of me and of us believing in ourselves, doing what we're here to do, following our hearts and our callings and our desires. She's a physical manifestation of all of the help and healing and love that I've worked on giving to myself and that I've then supported others with in the work that I do. Because she comes from money, in order to have her, I had to have money. It had to be the money that came through me somehow. So I had to be able to have that amount of money and be comfortable moving that amount of money around and spending that amount of money. And these are all peak moments so far in my life that I've had on my mind. I've had desire around and it finally happened and it's finally here. And I want to share the one story about a week, a month ago, I finally went to the dealer. It's a Lexus. And I, I, I've had Alexis on my mind for years and this is not about materialism. So keep listening because you're going to hear a friend of mine. When I told her the story, she was like, you have to tell everybody this story because only you would feel this way. Like this is so beautiful. So just keep listening. Um, if it's speaking to you, at least I'm not here to tell you what to do, but this is cool shit. So I go to the dealer and I'm, I drive up to the dealer with my partner And so I'm with like the love of my life, which is such a beautiful thing to have now. Checking those fucking boxes on dreams coming fucking true that I didn't even see coming. Just made it so much better to be there with somebody that I love so fucking deeply and that we could celebrate in this together. And so we go to the dealer. It's my first time there. I walk up and I say, you know, I want to, I want to sit in this car. That's all I said. I just want to sit in this car and see if I even like it. If this is even if this is even my dream, because I had test driven a car earlier that day and was just not feeling it. Now, this is going to sound like I'm buying a car, but there is so much symbolism in this about everything that I fucking stand for and what I kind of want to share with you. So again, keep listening if, again, if you want to. Um, so earlier in the day I had driven this car and I was thinking like, I want to buy a car in cash. Like that's where I'm at in my life. That's what I want to do. I just want to buy it in cash, whatever. And I was looking at this Volkswagen Taos 
and I drove it and it was okay, but I couldn't quite reach the pedals. If you don't know this about me, I'm pretty short. <laughs> and this, the material on the seat wasn't great. It was kind of sweaty. Like we're in Arizona, it's hot as fuck here. So I was like trying to make it work, couldn't make it work, but also I've made an agreement that I won't settle in any goddamn thing. So I was like, I get it. I mean, it's okay. Like it's good. It's really nice. It's got a lot of space. It checks some of these boxes, but I just can't do it. And then we went to another dealership. We walked on the lot as soon as we, as soon as we got there, I was like, I want to get the fuck off of this lot. This feels bad to me. And then we ended the day with, and if you stay tuned one day, I'll tell you what else we did this day because it's a really big thing, but it's not the time to share that yet. Very exciting. So then we drove to the Lexus dealer and I'm like, look, this is the car I want to sit in. Do you have this on the lot? If you don't know this, a lot of these cars are just not available. You have to wait for them to come in. But they happen to have a loaner car there. And they pulled the car up. And as soon as it pulled up, both my partner and I were like, this car is the fucking shit. It's not a car. It's an SUV. So doors are open. We get in. And I'm I'm in bliss. And my partner's like running around the car like, oh my God, this is so fucking amazing. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. He's super excited because it's a beautiful vehicle. But I here's the thing. I sat in it and I felt like I was home. I sat in it and I felt like it met me and it accommodated me. And I could reach everything and I didn't have to like make myself uncomfortable in order for it to work for me. And do you hear the symbolism here? So I was like, I'm in. I told the guy exactly what I wanted and not the guy. He's this amazing salesperson. Um, and he said, okay, well, you're my priority. I'm going to find you a fucking car. Like we're going to get this thing because they're just in low stock. So we have to wait for something to come. And anyway, so the next day I'm reflecting on this, like, why does this mean so much to me? And I'm praying about it, talking to God around it. And I'm crying, crying, kind of sobbing, super moved. And this is why. When we decide that we get to have the things that we want, the things that will love us, the things that will nurture us, the things that will take care of us, and it doesn't matter what they cost, and it doesn't matter who they are, and it doesn't matter where they come from, it doesn't matter. All we know is that it has to be good to us and for us. It has to meet us. It has to support us. It has to match us. And we really believe that because we believe in ourselves and we believe in abundance and we believe in our worth and we are deciding that we're going to take care of ourselves. And instead of accommodating everything else, instead of bending ourselves into things that don't quite fit, instead of pretzeling ourselves or, or over giving or going along with things that don't feel right to us, we decide that we're not going to do that. That's what all this meant to me. And those might just sound like words, but the, it was such a moving experience because I realized when I sat in that car how much I have twisted myself and accommodated other things in order to make them okay and them feel comfortable, meanwhile sacrificing myself. And I did that a lot over the course of my life and did it less and less and less as the years went by and decided more and more and more that things got to work for me, things got to be good for me, things got to be amazing for me. I got to be loved. I got to be chosen. I was I was deserve to be successful. I deserve to have money. I deserve for things to work out for me. Reclaiming my worth and reclaiming my comfort and reclaiming my safety and my protection in my life versus being abused and being mistreated or being or sacrificing myself, right? It's this this paradigm of not having and having, of lack and abundance, of love and disregard. 
And so that car wound up showing me in that moment, just like my partner shows me every day, just like other things in my life continue to show to me because I asked for them to, because I decided that it was possible that I get to be met exactly as I am with the things that I want. And I get to be taken care of. I get to be protected. I get to be loved. My needs get to be anticipated before I even ask. I get to be more at ease. I get to be more fucking comfortable. We get so comfortable with being uncomfortable and sacrificing and overgiving and overdoing and stretching ourselves to make things work. But that's not things working. That's us trying to make things work and doing things that don't actually work for us. And the more that we allow things to work for us, I mean, the more we do the things that work for us, the more our whole life will work for us. And so this car was a spiritual experience for me. But of course, like I said, my friend was like, of course, this would be you. Of course it fucking was because everything in my life is because I'm deep as fuck and everything reaches me so deeply and means so much to me. Everything has so much meaning to me. If you don't know this, I'm an INFJ. If you don't know what that is, Google it. I embody that shit. Everything is so deep and so profound and so meaningful and so spiritual to me. I don't take anything lightly. It all connects to something deeper to me. So to have that experience where I felt safe and I felt comfortable and I didn't have to bend or do something different in order for something to work for me, it actually took care of me, like the way my partner does, the way my business does when I decide for it to, the way my money does, and now the way this vehicle does, which is a symbol of that. It was really moving. So it took a month, though, for me to get the car. So I, and this is also now going to be a conversation about money, because if you don't know this, because I actually don't talk about it too much because I'm busy actually doing it. I work with all my clients, lots of my clients around money. And you already know this, but business. And I've been studying money, working with the energetics of money, really like in my own personal way and very deeply for years. And it allowed me to do what I did, which was buy this car and put a significant significant amount of money down on it just because I wanted to and and have this thing this beautiful car now sitting outside so anyway I got word that there was it was a twisting and turning kind of journey but I did get word that there was a car that was available and for me to come test drive it and I test drove it and I was like, this car's a fucking dream, but I want an interior that's these colors. Turns out they had a car that was those colors. But then when I saw the colors in person, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I actually want this actual car. And then it was easy as can be and signed off on everything, got my car. And the next day went into the dealer because I, I had to write a, a check for the down, the down payment on the car. And to be standing in this dealership that I felt so comfortable in with salespeople that were so wonderful and such a great experience and write a 20 some thousand dollar check and not even think about it was one of the most defining moments of my life and I wanted to be here I did everything I could over the last handful of years particularly since I got on the spiritual journey you know like 2010 2011 I did everything to get here I tried to figure it out along the way. I figured it out along the way. I got confused along the way. But this is my dream. Your dream is different than mine. But my dream was to have this fucking car. My dream was to put a lot of money down on a car or just buy it outright. I could have bought the car outright, but I didn't want to. So there's a lot of 
lessons and like experience around what do I actually want to put down on this car? What do I act? So this is all just symbolic. What do I actually want to do? How do I actually want to move my money around? How do I actually want to spend this? You know, because I have the money, do I just want to put it all down? No, I don't really feel comfortable with that. Is that me coming from lack? Or is it just because I don't feel like it? I actually just don't fucking feel like it. I'd rather put this money down. I have car payments. That's cool. I could pay the car off if I want. I'll do it when I want. Everything feels really easy. Feels really comfortable. And so for somebody like me who never really made money until um, I was in business, like before running business, I was in medical, medical school for years and not working. And before that, I worked jobs where I made like $13 an hour you know? And so now to be making the money that I make, which year after year has been in the six figures, I'm in the hundred something thousand a year range. Last year was 141,000. If you're, if you care, if you're curious, but the interesting thing too, is that the money doesn't really, it's, it's interesting. The income doesn't even necessarily match the money I have. Cause I know people or have worked with people that make that seemingly make a ton of money, but they're in debt and they can't get ahead. And then there are people that probably make less than I do and then have a lot more maybe in savings than me or something like that. I don't fucking know. So one of the things I've learned about money, which is just a symbol of everything else in our lives, but this is not a conversation just about money, is that whatever you have coming in doesn't necessarily match what you spend, doesn't necessarily match what you save, doesn't necessarily mean a goddamn thing. So um, over the years, I've made good money. And the, the more that I do what I want to do in my work, and the less that I actually work at things, the more money I make. Like, for instance, I just took three weeks of a month off for a sabbatical that I desperately and deeply needed and didn't realize how much I needed it until I finally had it and was like, holy shit, I have to do some serious like clearing, purging, healing. I've been in recovery from what I am now realizing was a really bad relationship for the last couple of years. I've been recovering from that and healing from all kinds of stuff. Like in this really loving experience, I have my relationship, like I need a fucking minute. So I took these three weeks off and I made the internal agreement and this is a lot of the work that I do with other people and teach them and that works is I made this agreement, like I'm going to take these weeks off, but I'm certainly not going to like go into debt for it. And I'm not going to use my savings in order to pay for it. Like somehow, some way this is all just going to work out my living expenses, my business expenses, everything is just going to organize so that at the end of this month, even though I'm taking all this perceived time off from like the, the work that I tend to do, I'm still going to have my money. It's still going to be there. And I just did my books this morning and I made more money somehow this month than I made the previous month, even though I'm not necessarily working because this is how money works. I'm not touching my savings. I even bought a car and spent, you know, however much money I told you. My dog went to the vet multiple times, which was probably about $800 just taking care of him. And I have more money and it doesn't even make sense, right? But that's the way I've seen money organized. Now I'm just kind of throwing things at you like left and right about my concepts around money. Cause I'm also having a conversation with myself. If I was talking to you about this, we could just spin it right to you and just break through whatever fucking blocks you may have around it. But here I am on the other side of this. And it was one of the coolest experiences of my life to be able to buy this car. Because if you know me, you know, I've been talking about wanting this, wanting to buy a car for years. And 
I just couldn't settle with anything. I just couldn't get right with anything. It was like, oh, none of this is really feeling right to me. And I remember when I decided the vehicle that I wanted years ago, and I knew how much it cost, it was more than I was accustomed to paying for a car. I had to do a lot of mindset work and energy work around it. Like I had to face a lot of things in me that weren't going to let me have it, which was, you don't need to spend that. You should spend that on donations. You should be giving your money away. Like, why are you spending that money on a car? Like, who are you? What are you doing? And, and at the same time, I would look at people driving this car and I was like, well, they're good fucking people. Why can't they, why can't I have what they have, you know, over the years, like changing my energy around the things that I wanted, because the truth is I can have the car and also fucking donate to whatever I want. And also buy the amazing gifts that I'm buying for my partner for father's day. I can do it all. And here's one of the most recent, I'm just going to keep on going. One of the most recent things I recognized about money and about giving and about love, which to me are all the same thing, is that everything is an extension of us that we give, that we say, that we share. So the healing that I offer others, the money that I spend, the space that I hold, the conversations that I share, that's all an extension of me. And it's all infused with my energy. And so everything that I give gets to be something beautiful, gets to be something loving. So just like I tell my car, like you're a symbol of like so much beautiful stuff, you know, of healing, of of love, of safety, of abundance, of people like me knowing that they're actually worthy. Like you get to symbolize all these beautiful things, but really it's just an extension of me anyway. So our money, for instance, and the way that we use it is a symbol of us at a deeper level. And I love that my money, as it flows out into the world or as it comes to me and then back out through me, gets to be this exchange of care and providing and delight. I love that that's what it gets to be. I love that that's who I get to be right now. And if you could have had, you know, been there through all the ups and downs that I've gone through or all the conversations I have with my clients around money, you see like, number one, money is just a symbol of what we decided is, right? So we could be talking about anything that you actually want, that soulmate or the job that you want or the clients that you want. Like, it's all the same thing. It's all this thing that you want for the reason that it feels like it's part of you. It's part of your truth. But when we realize and we continue to learn that it's an extension of us and it's infused with our energy and it continues to move through us and come back to us, it, for me, it's all a spiritual experience. So there are like so many angles and directions that I could take this, but basically I wanted to talk from all different points of view about money, about having the things that we deserve, about choosing not to settle, and also to celebrate this position that I'm in. You know, when I got this car, it was it was such a breakthrough for me, being somebody who 
I am now fully, completely self-sufficient. Like I'm not living with a partner and, and splitting our, our bills. I'm not, I'm not relying on anybody for anything. And I'm running a business currently and still by myself where it's all about me supporting other people and creating the things that they want in their lives and in their healing. And, and it's changing. It's definitely changing. Like I, I, after taking the sabbatical and, and that the work that I do, it'll continue to change and evolve. But when you're doing it all on your own and all for you and for the things that you believe in and you are successful in it, that's fucking unreal. You know, it's wildly challenging and hard and scary to do these things, to create something from absolutely nothing, just because you believe in it, to follow your calling, your heart, your intuition, not just logic, not just strategy, not other people telling you what to do. When you go against the perceived grain and follow what you feel in your gut, when you Walk into a dealership and hand them a $23,500 check because you want this fucking car because it's been on your heart for a long time and it feels like the easiest thing you've ever done and the most exciting thing and an investment in you. Like, it's unreal. And one of the things about this car, which is so cool, is that I never really celebrated or stopped. Like, I graduated medical school. I did celebrate for a moment, but then I was on to the next thing. I started a business. Like there wasn't a lot of stopping and celebrating and and treating myself to things or being proud of myself along the way. I just kept going. And there were these brief moments where I would stop and be like, holy shit, I did it. I did it. I did it. I have what I want. And then I'd be back, back in it. And so to be a, a doctor of Chinese medicine, a business owner, a healer of sorts, to have gotten through, to have survived, to have survived so many fucking things and to have devoted my life to healing and to love and to spirituality and to helping other people. It is no fucking joke. And then to be able to, to be in this position I'm in only in this moment, because this moment is all we have where I live in a home that I love with things that I love and have a partner that I love and a car that I love. And my health is good right now. And my business is good and, and evolving and I have good friends. Like to have this moment and to celebrate it and to say, Kaylin, you get to have the things you deserve. And to say to yourself, self, whoever you are out there, I get to have the things that I deserve. That's fucking awesome. But the, there, were, there were things along the way that showed me that it was possible. I would hear a story or I, would, I follow a couple of people that lead really remarkable lives. And I would say like, okay, if they can do it, then it must be possible for me. So this is also me sharing my story with that intention as well. Because there is plenty of dark times and plenty of confusing times and plenty of, of scary times that I go through and that you go through all through this journey. But then there are these moments, these points of arrival that you can share and say as evidence like, but I did get here and it did work. It is working. It did work for me and it can work for you. And for quite some time, I didn't share these things because I kept thinking I wasn't far enough along to be an inspiration. I wasn't far enough along to, to be the evidence for anybody. But that's super fucked up because it's 
it's a goddamn lie. And it's just me discrediting who I am and what I do and the success that I've had, which I'm fucking done doing because I'm made for what I do. You know, I live a calling that actually fucking works. I help people on a daily basis, change their lives, save their lives and create the things they want in their lives. Why the fuck wouldn't I talk about that? You know, it's stupid not to, but also like the people that I have listened to, I remember when they were just getting started and how inspirational their stories are now that they're multimillionaires and everybody knows who the fuck they are. Cool. But it was them sharing along the way that showed me what was possible along the way. And I was refraining from doing that again, too, because I thought, well, what if I fuck up and fail? And then I showed you where I could get to some extent, but then I I failed somehow. And now I look like a failure. And you know, and I'm telling you this too, because somebody out there might also need to share their story because it's going to inspire somebody. And maybe you too have been holding back for one of these lies that I'm sharing. But here's the thing. Say all of this falls apart and I get nothing and I, it looks like I'm a total failure. You know what I'm going to do with that? The same thing I've done with everything else in my life. I'm going to turn it into light and I'm going to make it an inspiration. Even if it almost kills me, like I find a way to do that because that's who I am as a person and I wouldn't see it as a failure. I would see it as a way to, to teach about forgiving ourselves or trusting in life and letting go. So who the fuck knows what's to come right now or tomorrow? I don't know. All I know is where I am right now and I'm done discrediting like myself and my journey and I've come too far to do anything less than than what I'm really doing and to really share it. And this is the the highest peak I've been on. And what's really interesting about that too and this is where I'll stop. Even though I'm at my highest one of my highest peaks. Um the the first highest one I think was graduating from medical school because it was the most proud moment of my life. Others have been in in business success and now I have the partner that I that is my like real soulmate, you know, like I have this soulmate. I have incredible clients. I get to take care of myself, support myself. I now have this vehicle that means so much to me. You know what though? I have been in some of my, some of my darkest, most mental health crisis types of places in the last couple of years leading up to it. So I resent that sometimes we're just shown the good without knowing what it took to get there. And I'm always going to be the first person or try to be the first person to normalize the struggle and maybe some of the trauma and the ups and downs that it takes to get somewhere because that is part of it. So the last couple of years, particularly the last year, was super hard on me mentally and emotionally. And I had no idea how hard it was on me until I actually stopped over the last few months and was able to heal from it. So I'm in peak experiences, but my mental health and some of the circumstances I was in recently, last year, the year before, were really, really challenging for me. So it's not just, this is super easy, this is super fun, this is super light, I understand everything, I get everything, this is all a dream, blah, 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 no. No, it's, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I feel super confused. I'm learning as I go. And then I'm in total bliss. And then things really beautiful are happening. 
and then I'm back in confusion and I'm back in some sort of struggle and then I rise again. And I think that's the human experience because literally every person I talk to and coach with and support, it's happening for them too. But they're evolving, they're healing, they're thriving, they're growing, they're developing wisdom. They're getting closer and closer to the things that they want and they're becoming more and more of who they really are. So that's what I have for you today. However it was reaching you, however it was speaking to you, that's where it lands. But that's where I'm at. And stay tuned because I have no idea what's to come. But I did want to kick off conversations like this and really own the who I am and what I do and how things go. And that's it. If you want to find me, I'm on Instagram. You know this. I'm on TikTok sometimes. Um, I'm here and I'm here for you. And that's why I show up and share because it's meaningful to me, but also hopefully it's helpful for you.